Welcome to the Tron Vibes, your literally small talk with Tiffany Wong and Henry Chang. This is our second episode, and we want to thank everyone who came back after our first episode, and the newcomers who's just browsing this amazing podcast. Yes, thank you guys for having giving us such a successful first episode,、um, and welcome to anyone that's new. Today we'll be talking about something quite spicy, something a lot of people I think can relate to. Um, and it's going to be about relationships. But before we get into that topic, Tiff, how was your week? Ah,、uh, my week is my unlucky week. Really?、What、yeah.、Happened? Am I the only one here? Yes, I had a very lucky week. Oh, you did? Well, I kind of just like lost my bike in Cambridge after my piano lesson. Oh, I to give some context. This is the bike that she did not put a lock on for. How many months? One month. Yeah, I just had a lot of trust for the people of this world. Yeah, yeah, and look how far that went. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't the only thing that failed me this week. Do you want to talk about like your your supermarket cart and and etc. My supermarket cart. Like the cart that you have that lost a wheel. Oh, so、um, we live in a city, so we walk places, and I bought this grocery cart that I can put. My grocery in obviously, and I ordered it on Amazon. It came with two wheels. It's supposed to be four. So I、um, tried to get into contact with either Amazon or the store, and that took me a long time. But they did ship me a second one, and they're supposed to pick up the first one. But both cars are still in my room. Nice. Yeah, that's. Like the symbol of my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. The two wheel cart. Yeah, and your um, you want to talk about a little bit about your failed insurance as well? Yeah, well, um, so I waived my school's like default insurance because that was super expensive, and um, my school's like pairing up with this third party company to do the waivers, and the waiver was approved at the beginning of the semester, and then it got disapproved. After I used my insurance, saying the approval was by error, but I've already used my insurance, and the insurance company wouldn't cancel that plan for me, and now I don't know what to do. Well, I'm glad your week was really eventful and interesting. Thank you. How、yeah. about yours? My week was not as cool as yours. I had an accounting midterm on Wednesday morning. Let's just say, could have done a little better. Um, I'm just kidding. I think it went pretty well. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I studied quite a lot, which is very rare for me.、Um, so if I don't, you know, pass, you won't probably see me next week、uh, for personal reasons, of course. Oh, then I can do this podcast on my own. Oh,、uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, totally. I did, will not take anyone else out with me.、Um, but yeah, my week was pretty chill. Besides the fact that I was studying all day and all night and not really functioning as a living human being, everything was pretty good. But anyways, let's get into our topic of the day.、Uh, I named this topic "To Love or Not to Love." That is Tiff's question, because as you will hear within the next twenty-ish minutes, that is a question that Tiff should have asked herself quite often during、uh, her freshman year. Yeah, just to give some background, before college,、um, I went to this super small high school, and、um, everyone's in like this fixed friend group. 
Of course, I tried to get into one of those fixed groups when I first came, but my English wasn't that good, so I couldn't understand their jokes and their topics on the lunch table. And I tried that for quite a long time, and then I realized it doesn't work, so I just like backed off. But、um, my English got better. And by the third year, I tried to make friends again with like these American people. Your new improved. <laughs> with my newly improved English, but they they're all like already so comfortable with their own friend group, and that didn't work out either. Yeah, yeah, it is tough. It is very tough, especially in high school. You know, everything's set in stone in terms of friend groups, everything. So making new ones is quite difficult. But in college. That's often not the case, right? Yeah, and coming to college, like coming to such a large college, also, I was super excited about meeting so many new people. And、um, as a matter of fact, I fell in love with a boy on my third day of school. Yes, yes. I mean, talk about moving quickly. Tiff knew what she wanted, and she got in, and she got out. <laughs> Very impressive, but. Um, to give some context of how I perceived Tiff when I met her, right? I met her、um, during a study group session. Study group session with just her and myself、uh, for Korean.、Uh, very little Korean was studied. I'll just let everyone know. And a lot of gossip and tea was talked about. And、um, one of those topics that we talked about ended up being this Hangul、uh, Kanja or Korean guy.、Uh, she was. I mean, the way she was describing him made him sound like the second coming of Jesus. I'll just be honest. Little did I know at the same time that the guy was right behind me when I was talking about him. So that was really grateful. I'm really grateful that you told me that after he left. I mean, of course, I wouldn't want him to look back. Yes,、um, but from my perspective, once again, there were a lot of times where、uh, it just seemed like it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, I'll start the story off. So. I met him in this international student like dinner kind of thing, and then he seemed really cute. Like the way he smiled always, like light my day up. So、uh, I just instantly fell for him. But aside from that, we didn't have anything in common. We don't have the same. We didn't have the same class. We didn't have mutual friends. Like there's no way that I can get to know him. But、um, we live in the same dorm, so I ran into him on the street and stuff. And I always tried to be super nice to him just to make friends with him at first. But he never seemed to appreciate that. He's just like nope. And、um, he would just like promise something, and then. Not reply to my message when like the time come,、mm-hmm. when the time comes, and、um, I tried to get more opportunities to stay with him. So whenever I know he has a class, I will be around、mm-hmm. that classroom. Which is creepy, by the way.、Uh, <laughs> and if you guys are listening and thinking this is a great idea, I'm gonna do that. Reconsider. Stands up. Well, when you're desperate, you try to do everything, and then at the、um, late of September, it was my birthday. I was like, "This is a super good opportunity for him to come to have dinner with me and my friends." So I invited him and made sure that the time would work for him before asking all my other friends, and then. At dinner time, everyone's like at the restaurant except him, 
so i called him asking are you gonna come like when are you gonna come and he's like i'm so tired i don't think i'm coming and after the dinner i said we live in the same dorm so i went back to my dorm and saw him in his gym clothes ready to go to a gym to work out mm-hmm. yeah that's um long story short but that didn't end my infatuation I tried to get myself out of this, but it's not as easy as you think. Like moving on isn't yeah. as easy. So I went between liking him and disliking him mm-hmm. for many, many weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a vicious trying, cycle. Yeah, trying to save myself, but it's just not as easy to move on. Like you know, it's gonna work. I mean, it's not gonna work after the few. Like the first few weeks,、mm-hmm. but then you're like, "Oh, I bet I can make this work. I'm gonna try harder. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. Why doesn't he like me?" You know, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles, right? And a big lesson is that you can't control how other people perceive or react to the, you know, what you do.、Um, you kind of want to talk about maybe what you can learn from this experience and hopefully apply. Within the future, yeah, I mean, like move on when it's like time to move on.、Mm-hmm. Like you can, of course, you cannot do it that fast, but try to start doing it and try to find other distractions. Yeah, and also don't look around like that often as I did in my freshman year when I first entered college. So, if you want to. Like have a relationship. I'm not saying no to that, but just don't look around too much. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of、uh, misconceptions when it comes to college is that by college you should have dated already, right? There's a lot of people that have this sense of urgency, like they have so they have somewhere to go, right? When in actuality, that's not the case,、um, and you don't have to force yourself into something that you don't want. Now, of course, if you want a relationship. Be my guest. Go ahead, but for a lot of people, no one ever really looks at themselves and asks, "Do I really need this right now?" You know, your freshman year is the time that you can explore,、um, do join clubs, make a podcast, do a radio station. You know, all these different things. And how unfortunate would it be that you decide to spend your first semester pursuing this guy, and then just end up working out, right? Kind of ruin your your. Your mood for the rest of the the year,、mm-hmm. but another good take takeaway is that, and Tiff said this, I'm just reiterating, is the idea of moving on, right? And it's not just moving on from a romantic relationship, but this applies to platonic friendships as well. When you are in college, when you're surrounded by thirty thousand, forty thousand plus kids, it's very easy to remove someone from your life, whether it's because you don't like their morals or maybe it's because you had an unfortunate. You know, break up with someone. It's not the end of the world. You know, in high school, it's a little different because everyone knows everyone, and everything's set in stone. All the friend groups are already made, and if you do anything, it's going to travel across the entire school. But no one like cares enough in college, right? It's more just like, all right, well, I don't really want to be friends with them. I just won't talk to them anymore.、And、it's as easy as that, and you'll find that as easy as it is to. Kind of dissuade yourself from certain people. It's even easier to make new friends as well. So yeah. 
yeah and you definitely won't see those people ever again so that was my um bumpy first semester of college but henry made like his semester good like he had some good time yes so to follow the structure that tiff has preset for us i'll talk a little bit about my experience in high school and how that applied to my college years um, in high school i did one girl and uh we like to call it regretty spaghetti it it actually it was it was an unfortunate breakup and it kind of scarred me for the rest of my 2019 in terms of i was scared of committing to anything seriously because i put trust in someone and unfortunately it didn't work out so when i joined college i was not looking for anything that honestly didn't last very long because i realized it was kind of boring and um i'm a very talkative guy so as tiff clearly can tell I, like i reach out to people i see what they're doing it applies to my relationship life as well uh in the first couple of months i was just talking to people you know nothing serious um and i guess tiff can kind of give her perspective of how that those first few months were for me yeah so i was like this apparently isn't working out on my side so let's at least get someone's like romantic life to work out so i tried to introduce some girls to henry but those didn't really work out there was this one what's the group's name i don't know um so we were making like gingerbread house um oh yeah chinese students oh no korean student association yeah probably yeah. And there were like these girls that I, I've been looking at <laughs> for Henry, um, but he's he's like these girls look different um, in real life. It's not a fact that they didn't look uh, like they looked very pretty in real life as well. It's nothing to do with that. It's the fact that I was confused because, you know, they look like a different human being from um, online, right? Once again, there, there was nothing wrong with them originally, but it was just shocking uh, to see, to say the least. So yeah. Yeah. So we ended up just like building the ginger house, which um, collapsed as well. Yeah. As... Collapsed metaphorically and and actually, it actually collapsed because um, we poor, we did a poor job of it. He did a poor job of. We we it was a team effort. We both failed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even pay any um, effort. Into yeah, that. because you were staring at females uh, across the room. For you. <laughs> For me, sure. Fine. But anyways, I guess we can now, now kind of transition, I guess, into something uh, a little bit more success successful. Oh my god, that's a difficult word. Yeah, so um, as we talked about last episode, we are both in this Korean class and so was another girl. Um, the three of us, um, like got to know each other in this class and then he got to know her because um he found out that she's also in questroom school of business yep so um they had study sessions together which i didn't know i thought they were just like talking to each other but he <laughs> clarified that they were actually studying together mm -hmm. very productively mm -hmm. very productive yeah but i um just got to see this human being named henry less often because he's always studying yeah i'm a very diligent student yeah and that girl also lives in the same dorm as i do 
as I did and um, Harry would always um, be around this dorm yeah that's very studying. true Sh studying yes exactly studying uh, I th remember I think I met her in October of last year in 2019 yeah anyways I met her in October 2019 and I would often see Tiffany at 3 a.m. in the morning um, at her dormitory simply because I would have spent the uh, the late night hours with this female and then she would go up and I'd be by myself at 3 and it's 10 degrees celsius maybe, 0 degrees celsius, negative 10 degrees celsius and frankly I don't want to walk the mile and a half back to my dorm so you know you just chill out there but anyways uh, I think it's something that everyone can take away. Obviously, I was successful and it worked out, thankfully. But there was a period in time when I had to really question myself as to whether or not I actually liked her. Right. It's something that a lot of people don't do. See, when you go into a relationship or you fall in love with anyone, right? A lot of people just think of the present. I feel good right now. And no one ever considers the future. Will I feel good in five months, right? And that's very important. And that's something I learned actually from my first relationship. It's something I didn't do. Uh, so I spent maybe like a week, honestly, talking like talking it out with people as to whether or not like I actually like this girl. And after a week, I concluded that I did, right? But I had to be honest with myself. I was like, am I just, why am I just infatuated with this person? You know, do I just like them because they're nice to me? There's all these different things you have to think about. And a lot of people confuse this with overanalyzing or overthinking. Overanalyzing and overthinking is more of like, oh, should I ask them how, oh, should I like, should I do it now? Should I do it later, right? They like me. But this is a self-reflection, right? It's metacognition. I have to really consider my own feelings rather than someone else's because at the end of the day, right? The only person you can control is yourself. Mm -hmm. And the way you grow as an individual is by prioritizing the things that make you feel or make you grow, right? So one of those things is, for me, I need to have my alone time. Um, and this is something that I learned, once again, from my first relationship. It's something that I didn't communicate well uh, at all, is the fact that I am an individual person. Of course, you know, I am in a relationship, but this relationship doesn't define me. And it never will, never has. Simply because... I unfortunately can't live like that. Uh, in no point in my life will I ever have someone else's priorities as my priorities, right? Because I will personally feel like I'm not doing enough for myself or I'm not growing as an individual. That's not saying you can't, you know, obviously care about other people. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a it's a dedication thing, right? Yeah, he's um, all he said was true. But... but. <laughs> He's, um, I mean, I'm not, like, denying anything you said. I'm just saying, um, I don't think that's, like, what you were really thinking back then. You were, like, really into All right, so it. let's move on to the next topic, Chen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you were really into it, and, um, he went through this phase of doubting whether the girl likes him, too. Well, that, so that actually happened after I evaluated. Really? That. Yes. So all of that happened because of my stupidity, not because I didn't evaluate it. Oh, cool. Yeah, very interesting. I know. Um, but one last thing I'd like to communicate about this topic is the importance of communication, right? Obviously, to have a good relationship with anybody, you have to have good communication with their, you know, 
I'm the type of person that if there's something that bothers me, I'd rather bring it up than have it weigh on my shoulders and just kind of like deal with it personally. Because, you know, you might feel like you're the mature person when you hold it in, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm not bringing it up. There's no problems amongst us. We're totally fine. But in actuality, the mature thing to do is to bring it up and to talk about it. Uh, and that's something I didn't do in my first relationship. And that's something I told, well, you know, my girlfriend, from minute one that we must do. I, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, you have to bring it up no matter how hard it is. Um, so I guess that's kind of my wise words of wisdom that I can bestow upon any listener listening. But before we go, we have one more juicy topic and this one's a banger. This one applies to Tiff's life. Uh, and Tiff, you want to take it away? Yeah, another entertain another entertaining experience of mine for Henry. He's always having so much fun mm-hmm. at all my failures. But um, this happened second semester, freshman year, with zero transition between the first one and this second yes. one. So um, I got to know uh, this boy, and we be- became kind of good friends. But um, I was viewing him just as a friend when we first knew each other but he's just this really nice person and his friends start to say that he likes me because all the actions he did and at first um i went into this phase of denying it because i just like viewed him as a friend and now he's it's like he likes me am i just like losing this friend now or like has he never viewed me as a friend so during that phase I said some things that Henry still used to tease me. Yes, yes, to elaborate. I think Tiff uh, under-exaggerated her feelings quite a lot. Uh, I'll give some key examples. For one, I remember she would talk to me about this guy before she liked him, or before she knew that he liked her. Oh, I can't stand this guy. Gosh, I'd rather watch flies attack some sort of dead animal. I'd rather jump off a 20-foot store building than talk to this guy. I mean, it, it was getting a little much, I'll be honest. And for two weeks, she disappeared. Similar to how a larvae turns into a butterfly. She somehow went into metamorphosis, and in two weeks, she was like, Henry, listen, I saw his name in the title of a restaurant, and I just fell in love with the restaurant. I don't know, it was run down, it was beat up, but their bread looked amazing. Their entrees looked spectacular. I'm like, what is going on here? Well, that was actually after I knew that, like, not I knew that he liked me, but his friend saying he liked me. And that was a self-defense mechanism to deny that fact. And, but after a few weeks, I was like, he's really nice, I guess. This is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> this is kind of cute. <laughs> yes. So um, I just totally changed. I guess that's just me. So if you like treat me well enough, I'm gonna like fall for you. Yeah. I think that's something I need to work on. Yeah. But we became really good friends. Although my friends are saying if you view someone as a friend, it's hard to think of them as a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really think of him as a friend when we really got knew when we really got to know each other yeah so um i 
like we spend every day together yep. and I didn't see Henry like a lot during that, that time. That is very true. I've taken personal offense to that, but that's okay. <laughs> I've moved on. <laughs> and um, after a while, I just couldn't take the like everyday suspicion of whether he likes me or not. Mm -hmm. So I decided to end this, although I'm not the one who, who like initiated this, but I decided to go up and ask him whether he likes me or not. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, he said no. Why would you think I like you? I've never viewed you as anything else other than a friend. Mm -hmm. And that really shocked me. Like, he can say he doesn't like me, but yep. I was shocked that he said he's always viewed me as a friend and why would I think that he likes me? So I was angry at myself for like getting myself into this but I was also kind of angry at him for making me misunderstand him. Yeah. So that was a long story, right? But there's a lot to break down, a lot to process when it comes to it and a lot of things that you can take away including what any listeners that can take away from this as well, right? I think it's important to talk about how you didn't like him and then you did, right? Simply because you had a change in mindset after you found out he, you know, he might have liked you, right? And this kind of ties back into what we were talking about before. As someone, talking from Tiff's perspective, as someone who hasn't dated before, right? And is looking for a relationship, it almost sounds too good to be true when something like this happens, right? because it's almost easy at this point. Tiff had, I mean, clearly she went through something a little bit more difficult with a prior engagement and she liked this guy and he didn't like her back. But then all of a sudden this guy that she finds kind of cute starts liking her as well, right? And for her, that's when she was like, oh, wow, this is shocking. I really like him now, right? It's hard to uh, figure this out when it's happening, right? Because there's all these emotions going on, all these actions are happening. But in perspective, right? If you maybe had seen, hmm, maybe his friends actually don't know, right? Maybe, maybe he's just a nice guy. Maybe he's a flirtatious guy and he's just saying things, but he doesn't actually mean it, right? There's all these things that can possibly happen. Of course, this is overthinking things to an extreme, but from this, you know, this retrospective perspective, ooh, fancy <laughs> words. I feel like there's a lesson to be learned from that. What do you think? Yeah. So I went into this thinking this is gonna, like, this is gonna be my remedy from the totally um, heartbreaking experience I've had before. Mm -hmm. But it's um, just my own like illusions, and this is just another trap. So don't um try like don't get into it thinking it's gonna be you know this thing that's gonna make you feel better and that's like it's this thing that's gonna work out you need to like think yeah. rationally yeah yeah and i think a large second lesson that can you that can be taken away is the courage and the maturity you had to confront him and ask him the other question do you or do you not like me it's a very simple question, but it's very hard to ask. Probably one of the hardest questions in the world to ask. And you'll find people are always struggling with this because they suffer from their own thoughts, right? A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't, it, you know, I've, I'm overanalyzing his actions and 
he like looked at me when I was like eating and all these butterflies came up and I just could tell that something's going but from his perspective, he might have just looked up because he heard a loud sound behind you and he was shocked. There's all these things that can happen, right? It's all perspective. But at the end of the day, if you're really curious and it's really hurting you because this, shoulder, this weight on your shoulders is just unbearable, it's always better to go and ask than to not. Because even though, you know, it hurt for maybe a week or two, do you regret doing it? Um, I thought about this after like asking him, but um, this is thinking retrospective. If I were back then, I would definitely want a answer than like being in this state of unsureness. And it's always nice to ask, I guess, if like you are unsure about whether to continue or not. Because if it worked out, I'm gonna send you a whole lot of flowers. Yeah. But if it didn't, as in my case, you can stop and move on. Yeah. I've said move on many times. And that's just the theme of my freshman year. <laughs> it was hard, like for both of these um, incidents. Mm -hmm. But it's good that at least you started to. Yeah. Because you don't feel like you can move on. Like it, it was impossible for me to think that I would never be that close with this human being again mm -hmm. back then but um it took me like two months to completely like not thinking about anything that happened between us mm -hmm. like it's not a short period of time but time would definitely solve everything yeah and frankly if you hadn't you know asked and you would not i mean who knows you might have not moved on to this day Right. Yeah, I would still be like thinking, what's this action mean? What does he mean by that? Yeah. So. And uh, one thing I told Tiff before she asked was, uh, you have to be okay with the, the consequences or whatever happens because of what you say, right? Because you can only control yourself and the way you react. And Tiff reacted in a very mature way. She completely understood, right? Uh, but I told her, Listen, if he doesn't want to be friends anymore, you have to respect it, right? And you'll realize maybe it's because you don't want to be friends with him, right? Because mm -hmm. it's hard for you to see him like that. And as soon as he rejects you, it's kind of hard to hang out with that person. And in Tiff's case, it's a little special in the fact that they still are friends, which is completely, you know, that's totally normal. But for anyone out listening, if you're scared about losing a friendship, right? It's kind of up to fate at that point because is it a friendship that's last that's based off actual friendship or is it a friendship based off this infatuation you have sometimes right if you really like someone and you want to take it to the next level and they don't you guys can still stay as friends right there's no rule book saying oh you know you have to no longer talk to them yeah if you guys are like truly friends I guess the other person don't want to end this friendship just because you asked. Yeah, exactly. Because they understand, right? But if you guys move on, it means that you guys, honestly, were never really close as friends. And that's something that's totally fine. And you'll realize afterwards is that you actually feel kind of good because now you know, right? And you settled this curiosity that you have and you no longer have to worry about it at every waking moment because I know for a fact that when I like someone and I don't know what's happening inside their brain, 
I just keep thinking. What are they thinking? What are they thinking, right? And it just eats away at my consciousness. But when you know, you're almost put to rest with that, uh, with their knowledge. Yeah. yeah, so that's all we have for our relationships. Yeah. And we hope you had some takeaway from this. Yeah. If you are in a similar situation yeah. or if you've had a past situation, you can sympathize with me. Yes. So... Yeah, here's to the end of our episode, and you can always catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's a video with on the cover of our podcast, and you can always leave comments below yep. about questions or um, things you just want to tell us. Yep. And then also, just to add this really quickly, follow us on Instagram. We will soon have an official Instagram for this podcast, but for now, you can follow our personal instagrams at at henry chung 314 and at tiff underscore peck yeah in baekhyun yes that is not cringe at all um but yeah if you guys want a similar conversation on this or you have situations that you possibly want us to talk about let us know it's totally fine but anyways uh, have a great weekend guys and take care bye